What's happening? Well, Freeman Revolutionary Lifestyle Design.com coming to you today to talk about how to understand people, understand yourself, and get what you want out of life. So, pretty big topic and a big scope. There's going to be one overarching theme that I'm going to give you throughout this, and it's something that's incredibly, incredibly important if you want to understand not just other people, but yourself, and to get the absolute maximum reward out of your life, okay? So there's four principles you need to understand right off the bat. Number one, everyone acts in their own self-interest at all times. Number two, everyone's interest is to feel pleasure and avoid pain at all times. Number three, everyone wants to feel the highest possible pleasure, which is ecstatic, loving bliss at all times. And number four, Everyone wants to avoid pain at all times. When you understand those four things, you'll understand every single thing you need to know about not just your motivations, but everyone else's motivations around you, okay? And life is painful, all right? As Buddha says, existence is suffering, okay? And enlightenment or communion with God is the ultimate pleasure. It's the ultimate removal of pain, to live in that state of what the Hindus call Sat Chit Ananda or Bliss Consciousness Awareness, okay? And that's what everyone wants, whether they know it or not. They want complete bliss and no pain whatsoever, all right? My site and all the strategies and all the things I'm doing on YouTube is nothing but that. It is giving you strategies to try and remove the pain out of your life and give you more pleasure and more happiness. If there was a pill that made everyone ecstatic 24-7, everyone would take it. And crime and suffering and private property and none of those things would exist because everyone would be helping each other and the world would be peaceful and harmonious and you'd walk down the street waving at each other and hugging each other and life would be beautiful and perfect. But unfortunately, we don't have that pill and the world is most definitely not like that because most people don't understand themselves and they don't understand other people, all right? To understand yourself and to understand other people, understand that everything you do is to either feel pleasure or avoid pain. The majority of the, the way you spend your day for the 24 hours in a day is spent sleeping, grooming, working to make more money, eating, and basically just doing things that you have to do to avoid pain. If you stop doing any of those things like sleeping or making money or eating or taking care of yourself physically, you're going to cause yourself a lot of pain. The rest of the day is spent chasing pleasure, whether that's reading or going out with friends or having a beer or having sex or trying to meet up with a girl. That is the, the, usually the high point of your day that you're looking forward to. So you spent most of the day avoiding pain, sitting there at work, grooming yourself, whatever, and then you're moving towards pleasure at night or where, wherever you can, all right? And that is the massive function of everyone's day, all right? Avoiding pain, chasing pleasure. So 
Everyone acts in their own self-interest, which is to feel as much pleasure as possible all the time. Everyone wants, ideally, consistent blissfulness all the time. But when I say self-interest, I'm not talking about um, quote-unquote Randian rational self-interest. Okay, If you're familiar with Ayn Rand, she talks about rational self-interest. And this is not the case. And this is not... I think it was Ayn Rand is someone who's very intelligent, but again, I don't believe that any human is rational. I believe we all serve our emotions, okay? And we use logic to try and allow us to feel, as I said, more pleasure, okay? And Randian um, rational self-interest assumes a choice. In my opinion, there is no choice. There is no choice, you are always acting selfishly and in your self-interest. Whether you realize it or not, whether you deny it or not, whether you believe in it or not, it's like science, okay? It works whether you believe in it or not. If you jump off a balcony, the scientific laws are going to make the fact that, that you're going to fall, okay? And it's the same way with selfishness. It works whether you believe in it or not, all right? Everyone chases pleasure and avoids pain at all times. And you don't have a choice in that, okay? It is in your biology. Every cell in your body is designed to survive and replicate. And on a biological level, and if you believe like I do in um, a spiritual level, I think that we are all in this search and in this evolution. And eventually we come to the point where we focus our efforts on the highest pleasure, either enlightenment, if you're looking at the Eastern religions, or um, communion with God, if you're looking at the Western religions. And that's sort of the pinnacle of our journey. Okay. So, this is very important to understand. That you are selfish, and that you don't have a choice. And that all the things you do are geared towards that purpose of feeling as much pleasure as possible. And that that's what other people are doing, okay? And not to judge them or yourself for it, because that is the nature of the world that we live in, all right? Now, you might be thinking, what about the people that deliberately sabotage themselves, right? Like a heroin live, uh, junkie living on the street. The, the problem isn't that they don't want to be happy, okay? That guy is still chasing pleasure. It's that his wants aren't aligned to his happiness, okay? The heroin junkie on the street lives day to day. He doesn't see any hope of any consistent um, happiness in his future. He knows that he's ruined his life, and he lives in fain, uh, pain and fear all the time. So his only bit of pleasure is that hit of heroin. So his entire day just revolves around getting high. All right. And for the outside, it looks like this guy has chased heroin all the way so that it's destroyed his life and still destroying him. And people can't understand why he won't quit and, and get himself together. But in his mind, he's in so much pain and so much fear that he actually is still chasing that pleasure. And it's just that momentary hit and that momentary release um, from the pain of his life, okay? Despite the fact that heroin ru ruined his life, despite the fact that 
it put him on the street, despite the fact that it's causing him pain every single day, despite the fact that it separated him from his family, and despite the fact that he's not even able to get high in the same way that he used to because he's developed a tolerance to it, he's still chasing that because that's all he has. That's all he has to get away from the pain that his life has now become is that tiny little hit of heroin, even if he chases it till the, till the drug hits him, okay? And it's the same when people are in toxic relationships. It's the same with any type of self-sabotaging behavior. It's because you haven't aligned your wants to your happiness, okay? And, and at some point in our lives, we're all victims of this. We're all victims of getting into a self-sabotaging behavior where our wants aren't aligned with our happiness, even though we still want to be happy and we still want to chase pleasure because the pain that we're in from that particular um, toxic relationship or that addiction or whatever is not enough to make us to change and the pain of change is still greater than the pain of staying the same, right? It's only when that pain becomes so great that we summon the strength to change and to move on and hopefully, you know, become a happy, well-adjusted person. And the same logic applies of chasing pain and avoiding pleasure to the happy, well-adjusted person, okay? That's the person who has their wants aligned with their happiness they are happy, they have fulfilling, they do fulfilling work that they love, they're in loving relationships, they have good relationships with people, people are happy to see them, whether they're at the grocery store or wherever they are. Even though this person spends their whole life helping others, um, doing fulfilling work that helps others, taking care of their family, uh, doing probably doing charity work and other nice things, they are just as selfish as the heroin addict sleeping on the street, doing nothing but chasing his own hits and stealing money to get his heroin fix. The happy, well-adjusted person is just as selfish as that heroin addict. The only difference is that the, ha the happy, well-adjusted person has aligned their wants with their happiness, whereas the heroin addict has not, okay? The heroin addict has not. And therefore, the happy, well-adjusted person is merely just a better player in the game of life. Okay, and this is something I talk about a lot because the purpose of the game of life is to feel as consistently happy as possible across the rest of your life. Why? Because as I said in, in the start of this video, literally, you exist, you wake up every day to trying to feel good as possible and trying to avoid as much pain as possible. So literally the most logical thing to do in the game of life and to play the game of life at the highest levels is to structure your life in terms of how do I become as consistently happy as possible, okay? And if you're on a spiritual path as well, the enlightenment or the communion with God, that is the ultimate pinnacle to where you are completely removed from suffering. Okay, that is what the game of life is about. And that applies whether you, you believe in spirituality, then you can use that path as well. Or if you don't, then you're just living in the so-called worldly path and having as much worldly happiness as possible. Okay, but it, regardless, 
That is the fucking purpose of the game of life. That's what everyone's doing, whether they believe it or not, whether they're conscious of it or not, whether they accept it or not, it is a fucking reality, okay? Even when you do things for others, it's because their happiness makes you happy and because their sadness makes you sad. So you see um, a sad kid and, you know, who's sleeping on the streets or something like that and you give them money or you work with kids to make them feel better. It's because their pain causes you pain and their happiness makes you happy. So removing their pain and making them happy makes you happy. But you are doing it for you. Even when you're helping other people, you're doing it for you. The only time that you are not acting in your selfishness or self-interest or for yourself, however you want to call it, is when you're asleep or you're dead, okay? When you're not conscious. Otherwise, yourself is always there. You are always getting every single thing, every single action that you do and that other people causes you to feel a certain way, whether it's pain or pleasure, okay? If you go to the grocery store and you put on a big smile and you talk to the person at the checkout register and you ask them how they're doing. If they don't respond in a positive way, it might not even be a huge deal. It might not even register with you on a conscious level, but you're kind of being like, wow, that's not very nice, right? Every single action has a response to you, whether it's pleasure or pain, all right? Every single thing that you do, you feel pleasure or pain. So you cannot remove yourself from the equation. You cannot remove yourself and you cannot not feel that pleasure and pain and you cannot not move towards pleasure and avoid pain unless you're asleep or dead. It's very important to understand that even when you're helping other people. Now, I'm not saying that being a good person and happy, well-adjusted person who does things for other people makes you no better than a heroin addict, okay? I'm saying quite the opposite because being a good person being happy, well-adjusted is the best way to operate in this world because not only do you give to other people, but you do it and make yourself happier, right? You're making yourself happier by aligning your wants with your happiness, understanding that helping other people and being good, so to speak, makes you happier. However, you also recognize that it is from the perspective of helping yourself. And that's the way the system works. It's all built into the system. Positive thinking and positive actions creates a positive feedback cycle where everyone and everyone around you, you're doing it to make yourself happier, but you actually create a better world, okay? You create a better world, you create a happier life for you, for your friends and your family, but you do it recognizing that you're, you're doing it from your own perspective of selfishness. You're doing it without delusion, okay? You're not pretending you're a selfless martyr, right? Like you see a lot of people posting their charity work on Facebook, you know, humble bragging about it or vir virtue signaling or, or whatever you want and, and this type of thing. You are not acting as if you're this selfless martyr. You're realizing what you're doing. And you're doing it with a clear understanding of your motivations and other people's motivations, okay? Right? You're not blaming that heroin addict or you're not, you know, you understand where that person's coming from. They have so much pain that thinking about someone else is impossible for this person. Or when you see someone else walking around in pain, 
or, or acting a certain way, you can understand why it is. You can understand why it is. And you don't walk around the world being surprised that people are acting selfish or calling people selfish. What Everyone is selfish, okay? It's very important to understand that. All right. So that is the way the system works. It's built into the system, the positive feedback cycle. It works. You get value by giving to others. If you want to understand how you get what, how to get what you want out of life, that is the most important sentence. You get value by giving value, right? You never get value when you don't give something. And if you want to get more value, you fucking give more, all right? That's how you use that knowledge to live a happier life. All right, so let's take first your daily life. All right, well, first, accept that you and everyone on this planet acts in their self-interest at all times. Second, accept that you and everyone on this planet wants to live in pleasure and avoid pain. And third, do your best to give people pleasure and avoid pain. That's how you use this knowledge to live a much better life. And so you, you want to live the maximum life. You want the most happiness out of life, the most pleasure. You use the knowledge to give people pleasure and avoid causing them pain. And to give as much value as you can. And in, in return, you will get more value. Okay. This principle applies across every avenue of your life. Okay. This principle applies in your daily life. From ordering your food to buying your groceries, you show up with a smile on your face. Uh, you know, you you put on a little polite conversation. You ask about the person just a little bit because most people treat the um, person working at the checkout like a vending machine with hands. Don't even make eye contact. Just shove their money in their face, and you know, hope that they get their groceries as fast as possible. Okay, so you're adding a little bit of happiness, a little bit of positivity, and that in turn will make the places that you go to on a daily basis, people will be happy to see you, all right? Not a small thing, but when you're doing it every day, it makes wherever you're going uh, a, a more positive experience for you and in turn for the people around you. This principle applies whether you're still stuck in corporate America, all right? We all know that you guys want to get out and be your own boss and start a business. But if you're still stuck in corporate America, this principle is huge. You make your boss like you and your coworkers like you. When your boss likes you, especially if you're working in sales like I did, that means you're going to get the best clients from when another guy leaves. You're going to get the, the prime clients from his book of business because the boss is going to give it to the guys that he likes the most. All right, That's how business works. That's how everyone works. Everyone gives things to the people that they like. It also means that your coworker is going to like you, and yes, you don't like working a job, but it becomes more pleasant, at least, when you can at least get along with your coworkers and have a laugh and joke around a little bit. It's also going to be important, when everyone likes you, that you're going to stay out of the path of HR, because if you are sitting there stacking up your cash, saving all your money from all the clients you close, you don't want to have to get fired because you said the wrong thing and go out again, start another book of business, push your exit plan off of working a job past another year or two because you got to start from scratch, build a new book of business 
because the HR department didn't like you. All right. So having people like you at work and offering that value, massive, massive um, positive impact on your life. Okay, this principle applies in your own business. Okay, you succeed by making your clients happier. Getting paid means selling. Selling means solving a problem. Okay, selling is state transference. You are in, you are selling, your client's in pain, they have a problem, you are selling the solution. All right, you're selling them pleasure out of pain. And you're doing it by making them like you, servicing them better than they've been serviced by your competitors and giving them the product or service that solves their problem. So your client is worried about his business, you sell him business insurance. So you take him from fear and worry, you take him past the objections he has about it, and you give him peace of mind. And while you're doing that, you get him to like you by listening and engaging with him, by making him feel good about himself, and you continue to get him to like you by continuing to listen, engage, and add value to his life, as well as servicing him better than everyone, all you competitors would service him. When I was working in sales, I would try and give my client the best service that they receive in their life. Meaning that of any company that they're dealing with, I want it to be the, the best service that they received, right? And when you have that attitude, you're going to get a lot of clients and you're going to keep a lot of clients. The same logic applies if you want to go to even a higher level of business and to make millions, right? If you can make a million people happy, even just happy enough to give you a dollar, you're a millionaire. Okay, Steve Jobs made billions by giving the world the smartphone, right? The smartphone that I am talking to you on right now, filming this video and about to beam it into space onto YouTube for you to watch and stream in HD. The smartphone, the greatest, coolest piece of technology in the last 10 years, he made millions of people happy with that and in turn made billions of dollars and changed the world, right? Was he acting in his self-interest? Absolutely. Look at any profile on Steve Jobs, right? That's, that's all he was thinking about was you know, how cool this is, how great this is going to be, you know, how I'm going to change the world. And he did, and we all benefited from it. All right. The principle applies in your dating life. Okay. This is somewhere I see so many guys where they're, they're, their head's all mixed up and they're not talking about, they're talking about, they're not talking about adding value. Okay. Now, yes. The first thing you have to do is maximize your sexual market value. And yes, your sexual market value is the most important thing in, in terms of attracting a girl, okay? And that's very important. But when it comes to the actual engagement of it, if you want a girl, if you want a particular girl and you got her on the date, you've maxed out your sexual market value, you've worked on your game, you got her on the date, when you get her there, you charm her, you make her laugh, you compliment her, you see her as her ideal self, okay? If you want to make her like you more than all the other guys in her life, make her happier than all the other guys in her life. Give her more pleasure than those guys do, okay? Whether it's in the physical conversation, whether it's in affection, whether it's in the bedroom, outshine. If you want her to like you more than all the other guys, then you outshine those other guys. You be more charming. You be more funny. You... 
listen more and engage more with what she's saying. You mirror back to her the way that she sees herself, or the best way that she sees herself. You take the time to, um, you know, cuddle with her and, you know, do nice things together. You learn how to be good in bed. Um, if you want to do that, check out my book, How to Fuck Women Properly. Sorry, I couldn't help but put that plug in there. But all these different things, okay? When I hear you guys talk about it, their dating life and why they're not getting the success, all I hear about is what they want, okay? You have to think about what the other person wants to get what you want. You have to think about, like, when you're sitting down on a date with a girl, you, you got to be thinking about, okay, let me go, let me charm this girl. Let, let's turn it on. Here we go. You know, let's have some fun. Let me make this girl feel good. You know, all those different types of things. All right, and believe me, believe me, you catch more flies with honey, especially in dating. All right, now, I'm not telling you to go back to be, you know, Mr. Nice Guy and, and put her high up on this pedestal and, and all those other things that probably didn't work for you in the past. I'm still saying be confident, you know, um, be, you know, have, have strength in yourself, you know, don't take bullshit, but on the other hand, Go in there to add value. Go in there with the idea of, I'm going to add pleasure and happiness to this girl's life, right? And I'm going to, because I like her, I'm going to outshine all these other guys, right? This principle applies if you want to have better friendships. Make your friends feel good. Compliment them. You know, when you go out with the boys, keep everyone's state and energy high. Um, show interest in the projects or businesses that, that they're working on. Lift them up if they're down and, and, and see them as, as their best self and mirror that back to them, all right? If you want more out of life, then give more. If you want value, more value out of life, then give more value. If you want more money, then give more value to the world, right? It's as simple as that. Understand that people want pleasure and avoid pain at all times and give that to them. And in return, you will get more pleasure and more value back. That's how the system works. That's how the, the positive feedback cycle works. Okay, you can't get around it. And you do it with a full acceptance of how people actually operate instead of pretending that you're not selfish and everyone else is selfish. It's really just as simple as that. I mean, go walk around today and just look around and watch people absorbed in their self-interest. And it doesn't matter what they say. They can say, well, I'm doing this for you and look at all that I did for you and I only care about you. No, okay, understand that they are, are acting in their self-interest all the time. They want pleasure and they want to avoid pain. If they've done something for you and you're upset that, they, that, you, didn't, that you didn't do something back, understand that it is because they are selfish and wanted you to return the favor, okay? Watch all the people walking around. Watch everyone absorbed in their self-interest. It is how the world works. And if you want to get more things out of life, then cater to people's self-interest. And don't criticize them. And give them what they want. In return, they will give you what you want. Right? It is very hard to sit down with a great salesman and not like him. I guarantee any one of you guys watching this right now, if Tony Robbins sat down next to you, no matter what you thought about him, give him an hour and you would come out of that meeting loving Tony Robbins. It is a guarantee because he would make you feel good. 
right? It's as simple as that. If you want people to like you, if you want girls to date you, if you want more money, if you want to do better in your job, if you want better friendships, start making people feel good, right? Start adding as much value as you can. Now, that is the core of everything. That is the core of being a player in the game of life. That is the fucking core of the whole game. And that's going to give you that maximum pleasure and that consistent or, or more consistent happiness. Okay. Now, there will be a lot of situations, and we talk about this in other videos and articles, where, you know, you're giving, but you're not getting value in return. All right. That just means that you are either in the wrong industry, maybe your skills need to be better. Okay. You're in a service business. You're giving a lot of value, but your service is not valuable enough. You need to upgrade your skills. Or it could be because you're giving value to someone and they're not returning it. That might not be the person for you, right? And it comes down to, so if your clients, if you're giving your client all this value and they stop paying you, well, you stop servicing that client. Even if they're trying to negotiate a discount and they're trying to, you know, can I pay you later? You're perfectly within your own selfishness to say, well, you know, this mutual value exchange is no longer working for me. If you're dating a girl and she's causing you drama and, um, you know, she's causing problems for you and when you're together, you're not happy most of the time and she's not holding up her end. Well, again, you can act perfectly well in your own self-interest and your own selfishness and say, well, I'm putting in the value, but I'm not receiving it. So you can stop seeing her. If your friends or, you know, people that aren't treating you well or they're rude to you or, you know, anything where you feel like you're consistently giving value but you're not getting a return, it's as simple as, you know, finding new friends or finding people who are going to give you the value in your return. So when you have this attitude of, of, of you're out there giving value, it's also acceptable if you're not getting that value back in return, if, if the people aren't providing that back in return, that you can choose to shine your light somewhere else, all right? And when you do that, you want to do it to the best of your ability not to lash out and not to cause suffering to that person, okay? The Hindus call this the principle of ahimsa or non-suffering. So even if you're ending a relationship with a girl or whatever, and I know that that can be hard, um, you want to be able to do it in the sense of not causing suffering on the way out or causing as little suffering on the way out. Because when you do that, that's going to affect your positive feedback. So you're going to be thinking about, well, man, I was really rude. And even if that girl perhaps deserved it, it's always better to just avoid that kind of conflict, avoid getting angry because you will feel that a certain amount of shame or a certain amount of guilt, even if it's like a week or two later, once you've calmed down, right? So as far as your pleasure, positive feedback mechanism, you want to avoid causing suffering. You want to avoid lashing out if possible. And if people aren't fulfilling their end of the bargain, it's just as simple as, you know, shining your light somewhere else. Okay. And it's a simple, it's, it's like what I tell guys with, with girls. There's so many guys in the men's movement talking about dark triad and, and being Machiavellian. And 
you know, manipulating the girl in these certain negative ways. But if you want to keep a girl, that's not how it fucking works, okay? The best way to keep a girl is just outshine everything in her life. If she's seeing you once or twice a week, just make the time with her. Uh, aim, aim for that time with you to be the high point of her week. Everyone's addicted to happiness and pleasure, so she's going to come back and she's going to want to see you again. And if she's not fulfilling her end of the bargain, then it's just as simple as removing that light, you know? You stop shining your light on that girl or that person or that client or, or whatever it is, right? And when you add a lot of value, then people are going to want to be around you, right? And it's just as simple as just taking that away if it's not working and trying to avoid causing that suffering. That's all I'm saying. So, in short, okay, what I always talk about is being a player in the game of life. And you understand that everyone in life, including yourself, wants to feel pleasure at all times and wants to avoid pain at all times. So you structure your own life to be as consistently happy as possible. And the way that you get that consistent happiness is to add as much value and to create as much value and to give people as much pleasure as possible. And in return, you get the girls and you get the money and you get the validation and you get the self-esteem and you get all those good things. And you do it with a clear-eyed understanding of that you're doing it from your own selfishness, you're catering to their selfishness, and in return, their, their selfishness returns that value back to you. And you create a positive feedback cycle and in turn, you create a better world. And that's it. It's not always easy. It's not always easy if you're in pain or if you're having a bad day. And, you know, I can't say that I'm always super positive every day. I'm, I'm you know, it's, it's, a, it's a daily work in progress. But the key is to understand the nature of the game and to play it to the best of your abilities. And that's it. So I hope you found this useful. As always, check me out, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, website, everywhere. Much love. All the best in your personal development journey.